Welcome to the Tribe Life Podcast. I'm Joe, the fun-loving spouse. This podcast is a weekly adventure where we explore the art of living in a modern-day tribe. You can find out more about us and how to join the tribe at tribelife.org. Thank you so much for joining. Let's jump right in. The Raw Reality. Being health conscious is a normative practice here in our United States culture these days. Among the millennials and Gen Xers, there's this craze to eat organic, raw, clean, natural, etc. This is great. But what I'm even more excited about is that this is a type and shadow of what is going on emotionally in these two generations. The awareness of emotional and mental health is on the rise, and I, for one, am grateful. For all the feelers out there like yours truly, this is a win for us. (laughs) So today, I want to invite you to sit at my dining room table with me. Think of all the most beautiful decor around and at the table. A cool breeze swimming through the open windows. And come in, take a seat, and let's talk. Emotional wellness is vital to our health, although it is sometimes treated as a burden. So what is this emotional wellness? Well, mental or emotional health refers to your overall psychological well-being. It includes the way you feel about yourself, the quality of your relationships, your ability to manage your feelings and deal with difficulties, and how much meaning and joy you derive from life. Good mental health isn't just the absence of mental health problems such as depression or anxiety. Rather, it's the presence of positive characteristics such as being able to cope with life's challenges, handle stress, build strong relationships, and recover from setbacks. Here's the science. Mental and emotional health problems often arise when your nervous system has been compromised by overwhelming amounts of stress. Neuroscience shows that the body's natural and most efficient method for coping with stress is face-to-face social contact with a trusted person. So good. This is why mental and emotional health is so closely linked with social health. Helping yourself involves reaching out and connecting emotionally to others. Let's just pause for a minute to think about that one. All I can say is thank God for my tribe. Reading the article that I referenced above, which I'll post a link for that, has caused me to ask myself, What holds me back from connection and emotional intimacy? I generally am attracted to people who are authentic and raw because I see tremendous beauty in that. I'm attracted to their willingness to be open and to trust me with intangible, fragile pieces of their mind and heart. That is an invaluable gift. Millennials, my generation, aren't looking for polished, refined people who appear to have it all together. We are okay with the mess and the process. A fellow blogger and dear friend of mine put it so eloquently, our generation, the millennials, can smell the bull from a mile away. There is a very low tolerance for the polished life. 
We all have mess and it's okay, but hiding the mess is not okay. And just so that we're clear, when I say hiding our mess is not okay, I mean hiding it from everyone is not okay. Find your tribe, the ones who want what's best for you, the ones who graciously hold you accountable, and the ones who speak the truth in love. Once you find them, let them in. Pain is hard enough. Walking it out alone is sure to make it harder. We are made for relationship. It makes us better by growing our greatness and minimizing our weakness. A motto that I've grown to love is, community or tribe is where we get to multiply our joys and divide our sorrows. Have you found this to be true in your life? To truly be part of a community, to have real relationships requires some rawness. Your tribe will be the ones who've seen the best and the worst of you, the most raw parts of you, but still accept you just as you are. For some of you, this is terrifying, and that's okay. Just start. For me, being raw and authentic has never been an issue. At my core, I have always valued authenticity and organic relationships. I've always thought that being emotionally healthy takes some level of complete rawness. So of course, I went to the dictionary to get a definition. And here's a few. When you're talking about raw food, defined it's uncooked or fresh. When you're talking about materials or substances, it's defined as in its natural state, not yet processed or purified. When you're talking about part of the body, it's defined as red or painful, especially as a result of a skin abrasion. When you're talking about weather, it's bleak, cold, and damp. And when you're talking about emotion or quality, it's defined as strong and undisguised. And as I read those definitions, I would say that they were pretty accurate. Even the ones not referring directly to emotion are applicable. Some of us work hard on our physical health. We push our bodies in workouts to get stronger and test our endurance. We are food conscious, mostly ingesting foods that contribute positively to our health and when we see progress, when we've lost those extra pounds and we're starting to see our muscles defined, it feels great. While working out and taking care of our physical bodies is incredibly important, I encourage you to always be working on your emotional health as well. Do we ever arrive and coast into perfect emotional health? Probably not. It's something that for me, I will always be working on. And especially on those hard days, I'll remember that it's a process and trust it. Embrace your journey and most importantly, find your tribe and stay with them. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being part of another Tribe Life podcast. If you're enjoying what you hear, please check out more of the Tribe Life podcast on Apple and SoundCloud. We would love your feedback, so rate, review, and subscribe. 
And if you can't get enough of us, please visit us at tribelife.org. Thank you for listening. See you next week.